Hey guys, welcome back uh, to The Encounter. Uh, I want to welcome you guys. My name is Danny. We have Josue today. We have Joe. And we have, like always, to my right, my sister, Deb. Uh, today, we're going to continue our, our Holy Spirit um, podcast. And today, last week, we were talking about, uh, you know, how Holy Spirit, our consoler. And today, we're going to speak about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and just to begin, the, the power of the Holy Spirit in, in Greek in, um, is it's dunamis. That's the word of, of the power of the Holy Spirit, which is dunamis, which is... Uh, is it's a it's a miraculous power. It's a it's something it's something supernatural that happens. It's a type of force. It's a type of power. It's a type of strength. A type of capacity. Uh, a type of a, a it's like a something that gives you an extra push. Uh, to what you want to do. Uh, that's why um, there's a verse in the Holy in the Holy Spirit in the Bible uh, that says when the, when the Holy Spirit became or came upon the disciples, it says that it gave them boldness. That is a sign a sign of the dunamis, which is gives you boldness. What is boldness? It, it lets you it lets you speak the word of God completely with knowing, with resting, assuring that you understand and that you know that there's a powerful God behind it. So let's read, let's start reading by, uh, let's start by reading uh, Romans 15, 13. And it says, Romans 13, uh, sorry, 15, 13. It says, I pray that God who gives hope will fill you. Let me just switch to the ESV version because I like that one better. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that, the, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope so the first thing that we under, need to understand is in order to receive the dunamis in order to receive the holy spirit the first thing we must understand is that we have to believe we have to says peace in believing so that the power of the holy spirit if you do not believe in god there is no chance to receive the power of the holy spirit that's why the bible is clear it says that you must believe you must I'm going to say this, throw away your your intelligence, your own intelligence, and apply God's intelligence. So we must understand to receive those dunamis, we must have the belief. We have, we have to have this believing. We have to have faith in the Holy Spirit so His power can come inside of us. Danny, I was just going to say I wanted to share what the word dunamis meant so that everybody can know. Because uh, when you said it, it's uh, you just say power, right? But like the actual definition, I think it's so cool. It says literally force, literally or figuratively, specifically miraculous power, usually by implication, a miracle itself, ability, abundance, meaning, might, uh, worker of a miracle, power, strength, violence, mighty, wonderful work. And I think that's so awesome, right? Like it's not just in one thing like, oh, I have power to speak, but you also have power to do. Force, literally, it could mean that, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that, like, sometimes, like, a, a child is stuck under a car and the mom gets, like, supernatural strength to lift the car. Mm-hmm. Like, I, obviously, I'm not saying, like, oh, those moms are anointed by the Holy Spirit. But I'm just saying, like, imagine that, right? If a woman who is maybe not a believer can have the force to do that from the love she has for her child, imagine us, who we have a good, good father in heaven, and he right. gives good gifts to us because he is a good father. father. And imagine he gives us the strength necessary, not only spiritually, but physically, if need if need be. Right. So I thought that was awesome. I just wanted to share the definition. And, and this quickly. power is a spiritual power. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why that's why I love the fact that well, that the Bible is is just just completely, you know, infested with 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 the uh, with verses that say that God uses the weak. God uses the not wanted. God uses the thing that looks weak and vile. 
and vile. And then what does he do? He, what, is, what does he do? He applies his dunamis in them, making them what was vile, poor, weak, unwanted, indebted to make him completely in the right stature. And I was gonna tell you guys that, that that's that's exactly what happens. When somebody comes and tells you, oh, you know, you you are worth nothing. Oh, you don't deserve to be a leader. Oh, you don't do this. You you do this, you do this bad. Oh, you don't, you're not worth anything. Hear those things, but don't let them hurt you. Hear those things. And then when they're all done, you say, because you disqualify me, God qualifies me. And I think that's the best thing to understand. Just because humans disqualify you doesn't mean that God disqualifies you. In the contrary, if you feel disqualified, the Holy Spirit will, will qualify you. And, and I just wanted to, if you guys need some, want something to say, have something to say, let me know right away. Um, uh, I want you guys to understand. So in order to receive the, the dunamis, we need to believe. And in Hebrews 11.1, 1, we can see what faith, what, what faith helps believing. It says, faith is what makes the real things we hope for. It is proof of what we cannot see. The second verse says, God was pleased with the people who lived a long time ago because they had faith like this. And just yesterday, I was telling you guys that God, the Father, saw Abraham righteous because he believed this promise because of his faith. So imagine if, if it was enough for God, the Father, to make a pact with Abraham, Imagine how much more now. He says, you believe in me? Yes, I believe in you. I'll be doing great things with you. Amen. But God, you know, I can't see it yet. Yeah, I know, but I will do great things on you. You will call great nations. God, but I don't see it yet. Yeah, but do you believe me? Yeah, I believe you. And because of that, I'll give you the my dunamis. Because you believe, I will, I will, how do I say this? I will untie things on, 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 in heaven so you can do on earth. And that's why we see people, for example, like just, just notice, like people that become, Moses, mm. what does he tell God when God when God calls him? He says, "How can you call me? I don't even know how to speak correctly." Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Do you think the God that made a mouth cannot speak through a mouth? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, that's why even then we see they're, they're not manifestations of the Holy Spirit, but they're habilitations of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and that's we have to understand that dunamis if we believe everything we see for example everything we see that we cannot do he fills that up the i don't know if i don't know if you understand like i like to play like um, a few video games and you know when you have like your shot meter at like 40 god reaches the rest of the 60 with his mm-hmm. dunamis he fills that that bar up so you can completely be efficient not because of your will not because of your boasting for God's glory only. Yes. I was just going to say that um, to add to this, um, if we read Isaiah 61, uh, 1 through 11, I'm not going to read it all. Just I'm just going to read like the first two. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. And this is the spirit of the Lord coming upon them with power, right? With the dunamis. And I, I thought it was so interesting that it's not for self-edification. Uh, the, the Spirit of the Lord does not come upon you. I mean, although it's already all super edifying, right, that the Holy Spirit comes upon mm-hmm. you, which is awesome, right? But it's to help others. And I think that's literally the the essence of the, of the gospel, dude. Yeah. 
essentially it's everything you do is because you consider yourself less than your brother love your brother as you love yourself love god above all things and everything it just becomes it's to edify one another because if somebody else is edifying you you're edifying another and it reminds me of the story of uh paul and i don't know how you say this name in english uh silas silas Silas. Silas. okay um they're they're in the jail right and they're i know but i didn't know how to say it in english and i I didn't want to say silas you know Silas. silas okay uh, say less. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think it's so awesome that they're in the jail and all they're doing is singing. Right. And the prisoners are just listening, right? They're just like, okay, chill. We're awesome. And all of a sudden, chains are broken. Why? The Holy Spirit was upon them and it habilitated them mm. to have the chains of the prisoners broken, right? Mm. And so much so that the jailer man gets scared and he's ready to kill himself. And Paul is like, no, 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 don't trip. We're all here. We're, all, we're like, we're going to stay in our places, what you know? Yeah, sorry. Don't trip version. version. All right, but I'll tell you guys where it is at. So no, you guys, no, no, you guys I, believe I me. Uh, Acts 16, 25 through 34. Um, but Paul is pretty much telling the jailer guy, like, hey, you know, like, don't worry. Um, uh, be, be like, have peace. You know, like, we're all going to stay in our jail cells. But imagine the power of God. Do you think that all the prisoners there were good? No, absolutely not. If they were in prison, it's for a reason, right? Right. So what stopped them from coming out and being, or just one? What stopped one of them from coming out and being like, no, I don't care about you guys. I'm going to kill this jailer. And so I can have my freedom. No, but the power of the Lord was upon them. It's almost like it grabbed them and it said, nah, this is not your time. This is uh, Paul and Silas testifying so that this jailer can convert. Mm-hmm. Right, nice. and that's what the power of the Holy Spirit does. While everything else can lift, you know the um, I want to say like potestades and all the other stuff that can go. You know, as all of the bad stuff is like rising against it, the the power of the Holy Spirit is so fierce and so powerful that it shuts it down. And it allows that one person, because literally this whole prison for one person, the jailer, to be converted. And he goes back, and the jailer doesn't only keep the good news for himself. It says he takes him back to his house, and his whole family is converted and baptized. So with one, how many more? And I think that's beautiful, right? Because it was not for Paul and Silas to be freed. Although that was just like a benefit. Like, hey, thanks, you know? Yeah, it was almost, yeah, a byproduct. I love that. But the main benefit was to to bring that jailer to the feet of Christ. And I think that's just awesome. Adding Adding on to it, it's basically the power of the Holy Spirit is to bring witness and convince others who God is. Because... From the beginning, ever since, you know, Adam and Eve sinned, we were separated from God. And there had to be a way back to God. And the way back is through the Dunamis now. Because now, since we've been separated through, that, through God's power, we are coming back to Him. And like we are mentioning with faith, right? Faith is evidence, meaning something that exists. We're not like wishfully thinking like, oh, that's what we Yeah, did. let's hope. Let's hope it's that way. It's what is. And if I, if I go m- more into this, and we need... So yeah, like and like you said, it capacitates us. So we need boldness, and the reason why we need to witness because the purpose of witnessing something is to is to establish truth. And the problem is with us is that since we are human, we don't care about truth. What we care about is self-preservation. So for example, like so, if I, for example, the reason why we lie is to save ourselves, but the truth says the opposite. That even if you are in trouble, you have to say the truth. Say the yeah. truth. Even if. Yeah. And right. even, and sometimes, you know, we can't help it sometimes because, you know, like Paul says, it's a law in our members. So we need something outside of ourselves to make it happen or else it's impossible. Mm. Right. Dude, he, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I was going to tell you is that, that just, just so you can kind of just like kind of wrap up what you were saying about, about this, because this is beautiful with, with, with the whole Paul, with the whole Paul and the gel. It's crazy how everything worked for one man 
but there's a lot of people that converted in that in that jail. Right. It's not just the jailer, but the whole the, everybody that was a criminal there ended up converting because nobody left. And I think if I heard the, our apostles say that, that they were saying, what happened to the rest of the criminals? Why didn't they leave? Why didn't they get up and leave? Because they converted. So Paul and Silas was a, a, um, a catalyst for the for the, all the criminals and the criminals and Paul and Silas was a catalyst for the jailer. The jailer did not convert when he saw the when he saw them all being freed, but he was converted when he was in fear. He was like, they can kill me now. Not because the the not because they were freed, it's because now they are free to kill me. And that's what put instilled fear. He said, Don't worry. We're not going to kill you. We're going to stay in our places. And that is what it was like. He saw He saw fear and then he saw confidence. He said, I have to believe in this God that not only will save me, not only will free the people that are criminals, but will also save me. He was also freed of his own fear. So everybody was freed in that day. Some spiritually and some uh, physically. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, I was going to tell you that uh, the way that uh, uh, Paul and Silas are freed is even crazy too because uh the jailer comes and he says like oh uh, guys the 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 people are are freeing you you know like you're free to go and you know what they say no they've publicly condemned us and shamed us and now they want to let us go in secret no tell them to come and tell us ourselves and it says that the magistrates came and they apologized to paul and silas so like, mm. honestly like, god is whoa. good god honors those who honor him right. and the spirit is upon them and it gives them a sense of authority that they were the prisoners guys and the people who were in charge the authority themselves were saying to them i'm sorry because there's something about the power of god that can it can be no one and it can be no um hierarchy and that can i give another example or about what i want to go to esteban quickly or no no, no wait, wait, be, okay, okay. before you go that just so we can maintain in the same in the same moment you also see peter in in the in the 15 and i think it's chapter 14 or 15 he they also uh, they also put him in jail but listen to the listen to the different the, the different type in one they said stay in your jail cells in peter it says that he was next to two two uh jailers and out of nowhere he breaks the chains and an angel appears and says, get up, we're leaving. <laughs> While the jailers sleep. So I'm saying there's a time for the Holy Spirit. I want you guys to, to let you guys know when somebody, when look, when, when the Holy Spirit comes and the Holy Spirit makes you free the way that he freed Peter, then only the only way you can do it now is go and free people the way the Holy Spirit um, uh, freed you. you. And that's what I want to tell you guys. that this is that, That's why he told Peter, Peter, get up, put your sandals on. Cover yourself. Put this on. Do this and go. We got to go. We cannot stop you. And he wants to go to what? To preach. He wants to go give the message that he had to give. So both senses of, of in jail. One, Paul. Uh, well, Paul had to go to um, to Rome. So that's why he stayed there. Yeah. And uh, But we can see that in the other one. And Peter, he says, go. This is your time to go. You're going to be free. Go and preach. Go and give the word that God has has given to you, and even if you know, sorry guys, because I've actually read the story a few times, that Paul stays there, and then they put him on a boat, and then he's uh, <laughs> he's going to 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 uh, to this place, Rome, and then this boat crashes, and then guess who survives? All the criminals, and himself, and then they land on a on a, on a, on a excuse me, so crazy. They land on a, on an island called Malta. And this and this island Malta, he says that all of everybody from there comes in and welcomes them. And he was like almost like weirded out because they were so welcoming. And he says that they were making fire for the, all the criminals. And he says that 
Paul tried to help him, and a snake comes out and bites him. And then everybody's seen, and he was like, "Oh, he must be a murderer. He must. He must deserve what he must. He must. He must. Uh, must have done." To him. Yeah. 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 And he says that when Paul saw that everybody was doing that, he said that he saw the snake, shook it off in the fire, in the fire, and the snake died. Another another form of the Holy no, Spirit. Right, Just letting you guys know, right? And then and then and then this is this and then everybody. So, I want you guys to know because the power of the Holy Spirit comes in this in this and the dynamics comes here. He everybody talks bad about him. He shakes the snake off in the fire. This the fire the the snake dies in the fire. And then as they were looking at him, that he was nothing going on with him, they proclaimed him God. Like he must be a god. He must be a god. And then they went. Listen to this, just because this is ridiculously crazy. He says that he goes to one of the to the to the um, to the leaders of Malta, and his mom, one of his one of his family was sick, and Paul comes, prays for him, and becomes well. And it says for the next three months, Paul stays in that, just praying for people being sick, and he starts healing the whole town of Malta, and he starts going until three months pass. He goes, okay, I have to leave. I have to go to Rome to go speak to the Caesar. What happened to the criminals, bro? Huh? They, they were free. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, the, 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 the thing about this is that it's not about when, when you think your freedom comes, but it's when God that's, gives you the freedom. Bro, and I love that you're saying this because the Holy Spirit doesn't just come to give you freedom to one person, but to a whole land. Mm. A land that was sick is now well. And there's so That's much, beautiful. there's so many, there's so many details that I'm not saying. Uh, like for example, Paul saying, telling them, let's not go this way, guys. Let's not go this way. Let's not go this way. And the, all the jailers said, no, be quiet, Paul. You're a criminal. And everybody else there, the jailer that that converted, told him, relax, relax. Let me help you. Let me help you. And he was trying to help him all the way until everything crashed. That's all. That's the end of Acts because then Romans starts. Just so you guys understand the story of, of a little bit of the Bible. <laughs> but yeah, yes. the dunamis of the Spirit gave was given to Paul. It was given to Peter. It was given to everybody in Acts. And then what happens, this is what they all had in common is that they believed. They believed in this power. But you have something to say about Stefan. Go ahead. Yeah, but I want to just keep talking about Paul for two seconds. I was just going to say that, because that, that, uh, I love Paul, because honestly, he was such a bad person, and then he turned so good, and it just gives me so much hope, because I am honestly a bad person, and God is so good and loving and beautiful and merciful. But um, I, I love that God gives his power to even these people, dude. Like, I would look at Paul and be like, bro, you're going to hell for sure, right? <laughs> but God is like, nah, you're good. But I love that what Paul did is he took everything he knew as right, and he said, whatever i'm forgetting it and i'm following a new way so if we want the power of the holy spirit like was given to paul dude that's what we have to do we have to give everything of our past life everything that makes us who we are and say no more of us more of christ and that's beautiful and you you know what i even find that even crazier that paul had one thing i'm so sorry i can speak this about it always i love paul and i read about him a lot but that paul he was known for one thing before christ and he was known for killing his own brothers he was killing his, he was killing Christians. And you might say, who was Paul, Danny? Paul was a Christian as well. He was a Pharisee. He believed the word of God, but didn't like that Christians were doing it. So he would kill them. And then we all must think, and listen, we all come to church and we all think the people that sin, people that persecute their own brothers, God will never use them. In the contrary. Those are the people that are literally made for the Holy Spirit's dunamis. The people that hunt down their own brothers and sisters. God's going to come 
take their scales off their eyes and give them a new way of thinking. And and you know what I, what I love about everything? He says that when he was blind, he was in the house for three days until Ananias comes and prays for him. Meaning there has to be a catalyst. There needs to be somebody that has filled with the Holy Spirit to fill you with the mm. Holy Spirit. Did you have something to say? Or did you forget? No. No, it's, it's exactly going back to against the scripture. Jesus said, if you're going to be a disciple of me, you have to deny yourself and carry your cross. Mm. So that means you got to lose who you are and accept your identity and purpose in Christ in order to have that dynamics. Just And just like Paul did. Paul exactly. literally left everything. Literally everything. And don't, even, don't get me wrong. In Esteban, I'm sorry. In Esteban's story, maybe, maybe I could get away to Esteban. Go, go, go. It says that when they, were about to, uh, when they were about to stone him, Paul stood there and took all their coats. Before you guys stone him, here, give me all your coats, guys. The same person that held their coats, their coats, their coats, is the same person that now is literally writing Romans, Hebrews, Corinthians, First Corinthians. Uh, all of these things is the same person that killed brothers and sisters. Are the ones that God said, "I'm gonna put my dunamis in this guy," and then He tells Ananias, "I will tell Paul how he shall suffer for what he has done," and he suffered a lot. He was killed, everything very, very, uh, very bad. But he, I think, I would have died like that too. Bro, Paul was such a thug, I don't think he cared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I and after realizing, like, all of the debts he was in and involved in of his brothers, he was probably like, oh, they should have come faster, you know? Yeah, and, 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 and actually, <laughs> if I, if I don't, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just want to talk about this mm -hmm. last one, and then I think we can move on. I was going to say that Acts 17, it says that, that Paul goes and speaks to, speaks to the city. And he starts speaking to the city, and it says that they all get so angry that they stone him to death. Cool. Paul. Paul. They throw him outside the city, and it says that all his disciples come around him. There's different versions that says they go around him, pray for him, gets up, and goes, goes back, back to the city. And starts talking to the, <laughs> to the same <laughs> thing. And I look at him, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, he did not only die once, he died a few times. <laughs> he was like, uh, what's that animal? Was that animal that that lives cats? No, not not cats. <laughs> uh, that if a rattlesnake bites him, oh. he doesn't care. Oh, oh. A, badger. a badger, a badger, yeah. And that's and that's that's. <laughs> imagine being stoned to death. He gets comes out. Throw they throw his body outside. They go with him. They pray him. He gets up and goes back. That's beautiful. I, I, if if there's no if if he didn't believe then. He believed after that yeah. and if his disciples didn't believe then they believed after that everything he would say every time that, that, that god put him he had this dunamis his power in order to let other people believe okay go, so go, just go. to like <laughs> sum up what you guys have been saying oh my like, god everybody wants to sum up everything <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so, to sum up your sum up. <laughs> in order to have the power of the holy spirit you need faith obviously we already talked right. about that but in all these people there's an insane amount of obedience like oh, yeah. Abraham was super obedient. And another person that I want to talk about is Mary, actually. Uh, if you go to Luke 135, it says, The angel said to Mary, The Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will, will cover you. The baby will be holy and will be called the Son of God. And here's something else. Your relative Elizabeth is pregnant. She is very old, but she is going to have a son. Everyone thought she could not have a baby, but she has been pregnant now for six months. God can do anything. Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord God. Let this thing you have said happen to me. Uh, then the angel went away. So we could see that Mary was already obedient and that her answer was always yes and amen. So if we're obedient 
to God. The Holy Spirit comes to us and does supernatural things. He does crazy things in our lives. And we can see that in Abraham we and can, in Mary as well. Just in, the, just in the example that you used, listen to what you're talking about. You're talking about virgin birth. Virgin birth. That, that itself, I, I, I've taught this a few times, it's mind-boggling. Because you're just saying, how is it that a virgin woman can give birth? No way. No way. And then, and then we talk about just, just in the same faith and the same obedience. And if we believe in him and we obey him, then he calls us to new birth. Mm. How does an 18-year-old go back into a mother's womb? He can't, but yet it happens. Yeah. Yet God gives you a brand new brain. God gives you a brand new heart. God gives you a new way, just like His virgin birth. What's happening? Why you, people are saying your memes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love what you said. I love what you said about obedience. Obedience is very Scary. big. Scary. Moses was obedient. Mm -hmm. Abraham was number one obedient yeah, because he was he was the first one to give his tithe. Uh, he was just a bit, he didn't even know what it did, but he just said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start going ahead. Go ahead." I mean, the fact that he almost gave a well, at least what in human eyes, right? He almost gave away his promise, Isaac. It was through God that Isaac was gonna be the seed to many, you know, many people, many nations, and God, and he still believed that, you know, if God, if God is God, so I know that as I give up what I love the most. He's gonna make it a way to still make it happen. Mm. That's absolute trust. That's absolute obedience. Mm. And just, just like you said, I think, I think Abraham in that moment, he was yeah. Abraham. He he had to know that God was a supernatural being that had power, and that's why I think he said, "Look, if God, if God saved me, He can save Isaac. Right. And if and if I have to kill Isaac, and He has to give me another Isaac, He will make it happen somehow." Mm. Yeah, he knew that. But just so we can continue, because I feel like I don't even know how much time we have. But <laughs> I mean, we wait. We took too long on 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 the on the first one. Let's let's talk about uh, Acts two one, Ooh. and it says. Yes. Um, and I think this is so you can speak because you haven't spoken the whole time. <laughs> and it says, and when the and when the day of the Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Just notice this: when people ask you, "Oh, why should I go to church?" Because when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have to be together in one place. Wait. And it says, suddenly a noise came from heaven, and it sounded like a strong wind blowing. This noise filled the whole house, and they were sitting. And I read this I read this commentary, which I loved, and I said, why did the Holy Spirit take form of a wind? Because uh, hindrances, you know what hindrances is? Hindrances is, is like something like a bad spirit that's already being in that place. When a wind comes, wind is a form of a spirit, and when the wind comes, it took all of the hindrances away from that place and it says number three it says and they saw something that looked like flames of fire so before the fire comes the wind the wind takes and then the fire comes a fire the flames were separated and stood over each person there meaning all the the fire came and it just went to singular uh fire pillars it says they were filled with the holy spirit and they began to speak different languages and the holy spirit was given to the power to do this and there there were some godly jews in jerusalem at the time and they were from every country in the world and they were saying that there was a large crowd and everything that says and i love this because i wanted to talk about unity and the the, the word unity in this place is the fact that you guys we i don't say you guys but we cannot ask for the holy spirit if we are, are in different places in in the in this in, in this uh how do I say this? Not in this place, but in different in different places mentally. Like you cannot be, oh God, I need you to help me this, this, and this. And somebody else, oh God, I need you to please go against whatever job is asking. That is being different. Being together in one place, meaning there's another verse that says being together in one mind. 
you know, we're all asking the same thing. But right. you have something interesting about about this. Go yes. Ahead. Okay. So uh, you had mentioned that uh, there is power in, in unity, right? Uh, there's many situations we see, but one of the situations we want to tackle is the Tower of Babel and the Pentecost, obviously. But the Tower of Babel is when uh, a bunch of people, uh, they decided to build a tower, right, to reach high the heavens, right, like God. Um, they had one goal, they had one thought, and they all spoke in one language, right? And they had their one thought, which was to build the tower. Um, so God sees this and he knows that they have power because they're united. But the one thing they lacked was the Holy Spirit, which we see in the Pentecost. But going back to uh, the Tower of Babel. So God uh, sees them. He uh, destroys, well, he splits them apart. He breaks he up their them. language, right? He gives them different languages and he spreads them to the four corners of the earth, right? So we see in the Pentecost, that after they are united, after they're in one thought, speaking the same language, God sees them and he, uh, he gives them tongues, right? To speak different languages. So the Pentecost is, is kind of like the reversal of the Tower of Babel. Because in the Pentecost, God gives them different languages. So gives them different languages, just like he did in, in the Tower of Babel. But in those languages that he gave them... Um, when they were speaking it, the people from different nations heard them and they understood the works of God. So the people that uh, when God broke up the people in the Tower of Babel, he united them back together with the Pentecost because they had the Holy Spirit. And the common denominator there is what you said. Unity. The, the unity and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brought them all back, um, what, which what was once divided the Holy Spirit brought back and, and put them on together. And that's why it's important. I even heard the Apostle uh, Sergio uh, say a few stories that he, he goes to Spain and he's preaching. And then people in Germany in German come and say hi to him. And he's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? No, you were just speaking in German. And they're like, well, I wasn't speaking in German. I was speaking in Spanish. And then they were like, no, I heard you speaking in German. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. This is, that's exactly yeah, what it is. It, it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you start speaking German and you're like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> it just means that, that that God puts a filter and He switches it to what it is. So I want you to say it's beautiful. The 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 Tower of Babel was in the wrong, in, like the wrong end spirit, game, yeah. the yeah, wrong spirit. end game. But when you have the right spirit, then sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when when you have the right spirit, everybody can understand you. And then I think the most beautiful part is that fire will come within you. But, um, go ahead, please. Can I just say something about the story of Babel that I love? Um, if you read in 11.6, it says, And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language so they may not understand one another's speech. But I love that even God acknowledged that their unity could take them to places that were awesome. Right? And God has to confuse them in order to not. I just thought that was super awesome, right? Like, unity can lead us to greatness when used correctly so God doesn't destroy our tower. It's because tower. unity, not all <laughs> unity is good. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, not all unity is good, but unity with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Unity with Christ. That is what God wants, and that's what God blesses. And and I think this is all part of being uh, 
being part of uh, the dunamis that I'm saying, this power, this uh, speaking in tongues, speaking in different languages, number one. And number two, uh, believing to receive it. And I think the last one, so we can wrap it up, is um, knowing God. And and I think the, let's read Matthew 7, 21. It's, uh, it says, not everyone who calls me Lord. Oh, this is, I love this. I love this verse. And honestly, it scares me to, to death too. But <laughs> <laughs> It says, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter God's kingdom. The only people who will enter are those who who do what my Father in heaven wants. And and honestly, I, I love this verse. And you guys can read it. It's all the way to 22. It says, many of us will say, God, well, we casted out demons in your name. God, but we did this. You know, I like to say, I like to say this because I think it's very important, especially as youth. God, I went to church every single day. God, I played drums for 15 years. God, I directed in church. God, I baptized people. God, I evangelized people. And God says, who are you? Get out and get away from me. Because it's not about your deeds, but it's about how you, it's about if you know the Lord. And that's the important thing. If you know the Lord. And how you, you might say, Danny, how do you know the Lord? There's a verse in the Bible that says that if you do not know God, you do not know love. So how do you know God? Through love. If you love your brother and sister, then guess what? You probably are on the right path. Right. If you despise everybody, because notice that that's what happens. If you despise people, if you go, oh my God, they're, they're just not, they're just not holy enough for me. <laughs> that's where it goes. So it goes wrong. And then, yeah, you might be used by the Holy Spirit, but God will, God will not know you at the end of the day. Go ahead. Dude, I was just going to say that this goes back to um, our last podcast, which you guys should all listen to. Um, it, it, we were talking about, right? Like, if you love me, you will follow my commandments and then you will have my helper. You will have another helper, right? Which is the Holy Spirit. So I love that at the end of this, it says like, right, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, of those who did not love his commandments, of those who did not love him, therefore did not follow what he said. So it literally, it all ties together. If you want the Holy Spirit as a helper, if you want the power of the Holy Spirit, you must love God. And if you love God, you'll follow his commandments. Now, this does this mean that if you mess up, that's it, you're done and you're no. burning? No, it, it does not mean that. But the point is that God's the intention of our heart and that is honestly the sneakiest part of us because on the outside we could look holy and awesome and like oh my god look at that hermana when she sings like angels descend from heaven but who cares look at all these people they were doing great things that i consider like wow that's so cool and it didn't matter because that's not what god wanted what god wanted was pure hearts uh hearts that wanted to do what he loved his commandments so so, so my question and i think i think let's end it here just in this question my question would be shouldn't we be shouldn't we stop asking god to stop asking so i guess our first no, sorry i'm just trying to get it my, my mind around it i think our our first prayer to the whole to the dunamis of the holy spirit should be god let me love the way you love instead of saying god let me work miracles let me cast out demons let me you know speak your tongue i think the first word should be god let me love the way you love because at least you didn't do any miracles but you would be recognized by god yes i was just gonna say danny and it's because oh my god love is so incredible because if you love like god is telling you to love if you see your brother that is uh incarcerated if you see your brother that is demon possessed you cannot live with the worry that he's like that because you right. love him you need him to be free if you see your brother that is sad <laughs> if you see your brother anything your brother that is poor you can't go on and go on a shopping spree while they can barely afford to eat 
No, you just can't. That's not the love of God. You, as when you are full of the Holy Spirit and you're full of this love, you understand that you have to love Him as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't be happy if you were hungry. You wouldn't be happy if you were demon possessed. If you were not free, whatever it is, right? So I love what you're saying. The first thing that we should say is, Lord, help us love like you love, and don't give us like human love. Give us godly love. And yeah. then you can do all of these and, things. And if, even if you notice the life of Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, I think it was going to be like a 75 minute podcast. But I was going to say, even if you see, even, even, if you see <laughs> <laughs> even if you guys see the story of Christ, he loved before he did anything great. He also, he, he, for example, he, before he heals, for example, he is going to heal this young girl. And this woman comes and touches the edges of his, of his, you know, of his, of his, robe. of his mantle, robe. of his robe. And and he doesn't stop to say how dare you, but he goes, you took you 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 took something from me, be healed. He was loving, and that's how I want you guys. I want you guys to know that before he, before we try to do any miracles and before we try to, you know, before we go ahead and do all this, because everybody wants that, bro. That's that's the shiniest part of this gospel, but the not shiny part, the gutter part of 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 this gospel. Is the love because love means that even if they slap you, Job, you gotta turn the other cheek. Even if even if they talk bad about you, listen to this one. Even if they talk bad about you and they come and kiss you in the cheek, you gotta kiss them back. That's that's hard. But you know what? With the Holy Spirit and its power, what used to be hard now becomes easy. And then people, just want to take because I, I I experience it and I see other people experience it. And then when I see their reaction, I see that they're filled with the Holy Spirit because I see that and I'm like, oh, look at the way they answered. The person that made their life incredibly hard, now they're eating with them. Now they're sharing the word with them. And I'm like, oh, I see. That's hard. Like, That's hard. But it becomes almost easy. People, people tell you, how can you let it happen? But it's not about me. It's about God. It's about loving no matter what they say, no matter how they act, no matter what it is. Showing that your testimony is like Christ. All right, last thing, dude. Cause that's no, it. no, that's it. That's, that's it. okay. All right, <laughs> okay, guys. That's honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like another another episode of this one because this is so good. But on, um, another note, guys. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m., our podcast comes out. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Excuse my phone that is blasting. Um, but take care, guys. God bless you guys. And I'll see you guys next week. See ya. Yeah.